Tessa Stowe is a happiness and high vibration expert here to talk with us today about how to make happiness your superpower. That's right. Tessa Stowe is all about inspiring and empowering people to live in that high vibe state so that you can live and create the life that you truly love. Um, Tessa's joining me today on the Power to Pivot podcast to share her story of how she overcame severe grief in her life and how she continues every day to make the choice to overcome obstacles in her life. Um, We're going to talk about the fact that life throws us curveballs every day um, at any given moment um, and how we can choose to how we handle that. Are you choosing to to give in to that, to grief or struggling or, or issues that pop up? Or are you making the conscious choice to, to make another choice, whether that be how you think, how you take control of your feelings, the actions that you take? Um, it's a reminder when I listen to Tessa's story of how we really do have that choice in any given moment. And if you're a listener to the Power to Pivot podcast, we say it every episode, at any given moment, you can make that choice in how you take control of your life or not. And so when as I listen to Tessa's story today, and as, as we have our conversation, this is that true reminder of that. It's not about massive action. It's not about any of that. It's about what one thing can you do right this second to change your state, to to feel good about where you are right now in your life, to you know, take that action to get where you want to be. And, and it's one baby step after the other. Um, I have said this before, it's not about that massive action. And, and Tessa's story highlights this. She talks about that one little step that she took that made such a huge difference in her life. Um, so I hope today's episode serves you well. This is that we're going to call it the happiness episode. And I want to hear from you. Um, after you've had a chance to listen to the episode today, tell me how are you making happiness your superpower? And what choices are you making in your life um, to, to harness that and hold on to it as long as possible? I'm your host, Elizabeth Miles. Welcome to the Power to Pivot podcast. Are you guys ready? It's time to pivot. Welcome to the Power to Pivot podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miles, founder of March 4th Media Company, and this is the podcast where we share inspiring stories, resources, tips, and fun ideas to help you pivot to new ideas, new goals, and new dreams for your life. I'm so excited and honored to have you join me on the journey, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Power to Pivot podcast. Joining me today is Tessa Stowe. We are going to talk all about how to live in high vibration so you can live a happy, healthy, and enchanted life. Tessa, how are you today? Elizabeth, I am absolutely fabulous. I am over here in Bali in Indonesia and it's your evening where you are and it's my early morning where I am. So we're on opposite sides of the world and opposite times of the day as well. You're like, so is it 
Wednesday where you are? It's Tuesday night here. Yes. So I'm in the future. You I can are, tell you the we're future. We're talking to the future. I love it. You are. You are. You are. You are. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you do and how you came to this place where you are right now. Wow. We're just going <laughs> to dive you. right in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I'm all about empowering and inspiring people to live in high vibration so that they are free to live a happy healthy enchanted life and how i got to be doing this and to be living in bali is a, is boy is because I, I would say i'm the most fabulous case study of not living in high vibration and not being free to live a happy healthy enchanted life i had um i've had several thumps what i call thumps in my life you know those thumps that come along and just whack you on the side of the head you know just whack you and just knock you flying off your perch do you have you had some of those elizabeth you know yeah. what i'm talking about oh yeah yes. i call them yes. curveballs like the universe just likes you think things are sailing pretty smooth oh. and the universe just comes and throws this big curveball at you um and you're like where did that come from <laughs> oh, I know. And it's just a whack. So I've had, you know, being alive all these years, I've had several of those. But the, the, the major, major one for me was when my husband, my gorgeous husband, Mike, who would be married for 27 years, when, when he was diagnosed with brain cancer, that was just a major whack. And then, and then the, the super duper whack, is, whack of all whacks was when he, when he died. He died in two, in no, on November the 17th, uh, 2013. And honestly, that just totally devastated me. So I, I was just, I mean, I really loved my husband totally. He was my, he was my soulmate, my friend, my life. So I just, I just plummeted downhill. I, I was just so depressed. I didn't want to get out of bed. What for? I mean, you know, why was I still here? I, I got really, I got, I mean, I got sick. I got shingles on my, on my, on my left eye. You can go blind from shingles. I had bursitis in my shoulder. I couldn't, on my right shoulder, you couldn't even, couldn't even lift my shoulder. Actually, I broke my toe. I just, I was just You were drinking. really going through it. Oh, I was boy. just everything. I was drinking Sauvignon Blanc. I like New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. So I, you know, I would start drinking. I always waited till five o'clock. And then I started drinking because I just thought, well, if I drink enough, I'll pass out and, you know, go to sleep. It'll knock me out and go, go to sleep. And then, you know, hopefully I won't wake up. I mean, I was in such a bad, bad way. And I also thought it would be disloyal for me to be happy anyway, as well. So I wasn't in a good space. And I ended up um, after five months having a total meltdown and, and, and someone said, I think you need grief counseling. And I went, I think so too. And uh, one day I said to my grief counselor, I said, oh, you know, basically living in bed. <laughs> so she said to me, she said, well, will, will you do one little thing for me? And because I we'd built a relationship by this time and I really liked her, I said to her, well, you know, if it's just a little thing. So she said, well, when you wake up in the morning, I just want you to put some clothes on and walk across the road. And I said, oh, okay. And then what do I do? She said, well, you can just then, you know, turn around and go back to bed. I thought, well, that's easy. So, so the next morning I did it. I got up, woke up, got up, put my clothes on, walked across the road, went back to bed, you know, did that for a few days. And then one day I was across the road and I went, 
wow, this is quite a nice sunny day. Why don't I go for a walk? So I went for a walk and then I went, oh, my goodness, I'm feeling better. I've just had what I call a happy moment. <laughs> and so I thought, oh, and then I just sort of looked at, saw a bird and I had another happiness moment and I saw a tree and a flower. And one happiness moment led to another happiness moment to another happiness moment. And I got really curious because I'm that sort of person. And I got curious about the fact that I just did one little thing and had one happiness moment. And then that um, just pivoted me or, you know, pivoted me to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. So I, I started um, researching and studying it. And then I thought, wow, you know, I discovered Elizabeth, that happiness is a superpower. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, we can we can acquire the skill of happiness. And that was just a major, major revelation. I mean, happiness is so important. I mean, why, why aren't we taught this in school? Why isn't it being shouted from the rooftops? You know, it's a happiness is a skill you can learn. So I learned, I learned about happiness as a superpower, and I really focused on happiness as a superpower. And then along came 2020 and that just knocked me off my perch again because that's what you call a major thump. I'd say, Elizabeth, that was a major thump thump worldwide, wouldn't you say? Oh my gosh, absolutely. There was not, I always, I said it a couple of times on the show. Um, it was a very much a wake up call that, uh, you know, we as just a, planet like every single person was impacted on the planet at the same time by the same experience oh um, totally totally we couldn't totally. have predicted it i mean yes an act a major thump curveball whatever you want to call it and but it was something that could bring us together i i yes. felt um, just because we were all going through it, no matter where you were on the planet at the same time. Oh, yes, true. So, so what happened in 2020? I started going down some, some rabbit holes and doing some research and things. And that's when I realized, because I, I mean, I've got the happiness superpower, but, <clears throat> but when I started doing this research and going down the rabbit holes, I started to realize and become very much aware that we are vibrational beings. And we, and, you know, our emotions affect our vibrations, but also I discovered that, you know, what we take in, what we consume through our eyes, our ears, mm -hmm. our nose, our mouth, our skin, that also has a huge impact on our vibration and therefore whether we're free to live a happy, healthy, enchanted life. So that was, I'd say in 2020, I discovered the missing piece in the, in the puzzle, really. So I discovered that to live in high vibration, not only do you need to have happiness as a superpower, but you need to ensure that you are consuming high vibrations through your eyes, your mouth, your ears, your nose, your skin, because otherwise you're going to be counteracting everything, if you mm -hmm. see what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. So that I, was it. So that was, that was, so I put that all together. And so then I pivoted, pivoted, <laughs> pivot from just focusing on happiness as a superpower to, to a much broader one of, living in high vibration so you are free to live a happy healthy enchanted life so you've got happiness as the superpower but also just ensuring that you can what you consume is high vibration as well 
Mm -hmm. I love that you were able to make those connections. And you say like, it was a small step that you were taking, um, you know, to get yourself to the next point where you needed to be. And I think that that is something that is a huge reminder for everybody. Like we don't have to, you know, make these big grandiose attempts. Like happiness can be as simple as, you know, that walk, you know, noticing, you know, the bird or that it's this beautiful sunny day. Like, yes, we don't need to make it complicated. (laughs) No, no. And it's just little steps. In fact, it's kind of, it's, it's counterintuitive because everything, that whole thing about taking little steps and particularly Elizabeth too, when, when somebody, well, you know, I was so down in the dumps and when you're down the dumps, you just, you have no, you have very little, your energy is, you know, when you're in low vibration, you know, you're, you just have very little energy, motivation, just the little things uh, just seem mega. Like, for example, if she's, if my grief counselor, Anne, had said to me, oh, I want you to go get up in the morning, go for a 10 minute walk. Now, 10 minutes when somebody is depressed down the dumps, no energy, that's huge. That's huge. So, her saying just walk get up clothes on walk across the road that was so tiny that it was completely doable so it's like a I said I always say she tricked me because it was a trick and it's just doing it's getting yourself started just do one little thing and let natural momentum kick in and that's I I just use that for loss that as a way of um living my life it's really it's all about getting started I'm not into doing you know rushing out there and well I used to be actually rushing out there doing the big thing you know I was an all or nothing kind of person I really was I'd just be on or like I'd be I would be off or I'd just be full blast but I've realized that really for sustainability for uh, impact for it actually you know increasing your chances of success it's just by doing little things so I'm, I'm a great fan of happiness moments and the cool thing about happiness moments is no matter how busy you are and it doesn't matter where you are as well that you can always take a happiness moment because they only take a moment Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it we can keep it simple even like really because if you think about it the biggest excuse that people give I'm so busy I'm so busy but you can you know I've talked about this too and and it ties in like mindfulness you're having that mindful moment with yourself and you're making the choice to make it a happy positive one like you get to choose and from there you get to create your own reality like it's not oh totally totally and that's why I like I love your book you know you say talk about the shift from fear to freedom and it's choosing it's like in any moment in any Mm -hmm. moment right where you are right now you get to choose so you get to choose another way of saying fear to freedom or is you get to choose right now whether you're going to be living in your head and acting from your head or living and acting from your heart and just elizabeth just making that difference just has gives you a completely different view of the world experience of the world so when something comes along and so-called you know bad when I say bad I'm putting it in quotes because you know what your bad and my bad you know doesn't mean to say the same thing but something comes along you get the point though but something comes along 
and it's sort of so-called bad or whatever, you get to choose. You can either, you know, just look at it from, from, oh, it's bad, or you can just look at it from a place of judgment, of no judgment and love and acceptance and all, and all, and all of that. And that makes a huge difference to, to, to you. It makes a huge difference to your own health and happiness and, 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 and your life. And the great thing is you get to choose. You get to choose in this moment and this moment and this moment and this yeah. moment. What I, one of the things with, um, as you were talking um, and you said, you know, the grief counselor tricked you, right? I yes. love that she put the seed in your, your mind, like the, just get up and, t- and go across the street. Like that was it. That's all she asked you to do, which, yes. and that was all it took to break the momentum of where you were. But ultimately you made that choice to go further, um, to continue breaking that cycle. And I think- yes that makes it so much more impactful for us like individually when you think about it because you're you're really doing it at that point for you then you were like up and you're going well what else is possible what else what else what else and you were like oh it was as you're describing it I was like imagining like almost like a reawakening for you like your senses were waking back up little by little and you could just re um relearn the world in a way which is really what you were doing coming out of of this tragedy that you were experiencing oh totally and I've completely relearned the world I've reinvented myself because when when my husband had the brain cancer was diagnosed with it and died I was living in Australia so I I have completely changed like roll forward here I am now living in Bali, in Indonesia, I live in the middle of the rice paddy fields. My neighbors are uh, ducks. Uh, <laughs> <sorry>. Wow. <laughs> so I've, I've really just changed my, my life and it, everything about me has changed, Elizabeth. It's just, I've, you know, the way I dress has changed because obviously I live in Bali and it's hot here, but after, it's just everything in my life. And I, I'm a, I mean, I'd say I'm a much nicer, kinder, caring person because of what I've what I've been through and because of how I now view the world I just I view the world through very different eyes and all I can say is choosing to live in high vibration is just absolutely wonderful and I'd like to say just want to point out that I'm not always um you know <laughs> living in high vibration I'm not always happy happy I'm not I'm not I get knocked off my perch I mean with what's been going on in the world I tell you um I've been taking a lot of it on board and particularly here in Bali you know there's they rely so much on tourists tourism 85% of the jobs thereabouts plus or minus are tourist jobs so most people have lost their jobs lost their incomes and and that you know I've had to really overcome the fact that that really really gets to me it really gets to me so I've just I just uh but I'm you know it's just choosing, do I, you know, love, fear, high vibration, low vibration, because I can't help anybody. It's like that, What you know, in the, in, the, in the airplane, they say, make sure you put your oxygen mask on first before putting on anyone else. Because if you don't look after yourself, you can't help anybody. Right. So, so I'm very, you know, I do yoga here and I eat really good food, go and I buy fresh fruit and vegetables from the farmers that grow it and they bring it into a marketplace so I'm buying directly from the farmers most of the time 
So, and I do my little, my little bit. So yes, I'm not saying that I'm miss perfect when it comes to living in high vibration and, you know, happy and healthy. No, no, no. I'm a work in progress, but that's what life is, isn't it? <laughs> I, I think that's an important call out because it's, it's very unrealistic to, to say, be happy and you will all, make that choice to be happy and you'll always be happy. Oh, no, rubbish. rubbish. Love is, life just <laughs> leads you. Rubbish. Yeah. Like you go down this path. It's a journey. Um, you, but really you're making or breaking what happens with those experiences. Um, the oh, experience absolutely. is negative, yes. but that doesn't mean we need to take it on and sit in the negativity. Um, and we can really control the outcome of how we uh, come out of it on the other side true, and understand true. there is that other side. Oh, absolutely. And the thing is, I say that I, that when you, the beauty of this is once you've learned that happiness is a superpower and you've got some exercises and things like that you can do, and you know all about the impact of what you consume, then when you get knocked off your perch, you've got like a toolbox. Oh, okay. If I just do that, like if I just get up, for example, and walk across the road and then or I just go and drink some beautiful, um, you know, juices made out of beautiful, fresh fruit and vegetables. And I saw that you on your Facebook, Elizabeth, you did that just recently. You just do those little things, little, little things. But you, if you're knocked off your perch, you have the tools and you know the little things to do. And then you'll get yourself back a lot faster. So I would say that now I can pick myself up and get myself back you know, a lot, lot faster. Whereas before it would take weeks, if not months, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. if not years actually with my husband, but it just, you, it just speeds up, you know what to do. So life is going to come along. Things are going to happen to you because that's called living. Yeah. <laughs> it's called life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all, and, and you just have these tools um, to pick yourself up and, and move on. And it's interesting because sometimes things happen and I look back now on it and I go wow I'm really grateful that happened you know at the time I thought it was oh my goodness no 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 but now I just go wow that was that was amazing and and what's going on in the world right now a lot of it is just absolutely terrible but then also a lot of it is absolutely amazing just watching the way people are helping people and 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 just seeing the world differently and just you know just stepping up to the plate I mean there's a lot of good things happening as well as all the horrible things Yep. And I think um, that's an important call out. Like the other side, like you'll get to the other side at some point. You don't know how long, like the road can be a little messy and rocky and that's okay, mm -hmm. but you're building that toolbox for yourself. And the more that you recommit to yourself, you know, it, it is like a muscle that you're working. Yes, absolutely. It gets faster and easier and to, to jump back on board and get back in the swing of things. And I have always found it interesting that those crummy situations are the times of our biggest growth, right? Oh, oh gosh, yes. Oh, and yes. And yes. It's yes. amazing to me how something that can seem so dark, scary, yucky, messy, at some point, you see the big picture, you see the purpose behind it, or, or you look back and you're like, I'm not that person anymore. And you see the good that has come out of it. And you're like, it's like you can make peace with it over time. Oh, yes, yes. It's like, you know, once when my husband died, I, I, I remember saying to people and to my grief counselor, 
that I would never be happy again because I was convinced I'd never be happy again. Plus, I didn't want to be happy because I thought it would be disloyal to my husband. So mm. I was committed to unhappiness. And now roll forward. I mean, I live in Bali. I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm looking out over the rice paddy fields and the and the palm trees and the coconuts, and I can hear the I can hear the ducks and the some some the odd rooster going off. And and I'm just really happy. I just have a beautiful, enchanted life. And 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 to think how far I've come. I mean, it wasn't to me. If you told me that back then, I would have said no, 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 no. First of all, not possible. And B, I didn't want it. I wasn't ready. But now I've just had this really beautiful, beautiful life that just, um, it came It came to me, Elizabeth, because I followed some chickens. That's how I got into bar, living in Bali. Oh, you followed the chickens to Bali, huh? <laughs> well, yes, no, I followed chickens. And that's why I ended up living in Bali. So there's a story there. <laughs> Care to share? That's interesting. Oh. <laughs> Yes, well, what happened in 2018, it was January, and in Australia, it's January is our summer, so it's all, it's hot, right? It's not like with you, it's, you know, on your side, it's winter. So I was sitting there, it was January, and this little voice was in my head, and it said, Tessa, Tessa, you need to go away somewhere and, and just think about your life and what you're going to do and just all that stuff. So I was going, oh, okay, and this voice kept saying, go away, go away. So I thought, where will I go? And I thought, well, maybe I'll go to Bali because, you know, I like Bali and it's not that far. So I got on a plane to go to Bali and I thought, oh, where am I going to stay? Where am I going to stay? And I had had this driver friend, Dika, and he, well, last time I was there, he'd mentioned a place that I should stay at next time I came. So I booked myself into that place. I arrived um, late at night and the, it was in a place called Chandi Dasa and the next morning, Elizabeth, I got up and I thought, oh, I'll just wander into the town or village. And so I came out of this resort I was staying at and it was a path and it came to a fork and there was the path to the left, which went up to the road. So I could, that was obviously, that was a direct road. And then to the right, there was all these chickens running around. And I thought, <laughs> oh, I wonder where those chickens are going. I'm just going to follow them. So I followed these chickens. And then we ended up in a driveway and I said to myself, oh, this looks like a driveway to someone's house. And then I thought, oh, well, you know, they can always throw me out. So I kept following the chickens and down we went this driveway. And sure enough, it was the back of someone's house, but it was also the back of another resort. And I sort of bumped into, as you do, the owner of the resort and his name was Brad. And I, and I kid you not, Elizabeth, within a few minutes, I'm, I'm telling, talking about a few minutes, Brad says to me, you might want to come and live here and I'll show you an apartment. And I thought, what a weird guy. I mean, you've <laughs> only just met me, you know, and you're saying, I want to come and live here and you're going to show me an apartment. And I thought, well, I had walked down this driveway and all that sort of stuff. So I and I was polite. So I said, okay, I'll look at your apartment. <laughs> so he, he showed me this apartment and I just thought, very strange guy and uh, <laughs> left. And anyway, roll forward, November of that year, I messaged Brad and I said, now about that apartment, Brad, <laughs> I, I moved into it in January, 2019. I moved into his apartment in his resort. And I said to Brad one day, I said, 
Brad, why on earth did you say to me, you'd only met me for a couple of minutes and you said you might want to come and live here. I said, why on earth did you say that to me? I mean, it is odd. And, and he said, oh, I had a little voice in my head telling me to tell you that. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, so what made you decide, you know, several months down the road, like to message him and go, hey, wait a minute. Like, were you, had you been thinking about it or? No, no, not, no, not at all. I was just, I, you know, it was just, I'd been, I was still in the same apartment. I had a beautiful apartment in Redcliffe, overlook on the ocean and all that stuff. But it was, my husband and I had, you know, we lived in that apartment and I just felt that it was time to change my life. I, you know, I could not. After my husband died, I just could not leave that apartment because it was where my husband, I'd last seen my husband, you know, live with him. So it took me quite a while to even get to the point of being able to go and live somewhere else. But I thought if I'm going to, I need to now on my next phase, go and live somewhere else, where will I go? And then it was just like, well, why not make a huge change? Why not just change countries, change lifestyles? And, um, and so that's why I went and then it was like, oh, where will I go? And it was like, oh, Brad, his apartment. Why don't I go there? And what's the worst thing that could happen to me? And also, you know, this whole idea of living in a resort, which, you know, sounds very exotic and it was. <laughs> and so I just decided, I said, that's it, I'm going. And I told my friends and my brother and sister-in-law and they, everybody thought I was crazy. <laughs> but you're living a life that you absolutely love. Yes, yes. And I was so in that cares? resort for 19 months. <laughs> I, yeah, 19 months. And then um, obviously that resort now, there's nobody in it. Well, because because it's, you know, tourists aren't allowed in. So I moved, I moved to Ubud and I've been living in Ubud now, mm-hmm. which I really love as well. So I've moved around and I don't have much stuff. I've got rid of most of my stuff or some precious stuff's in storage, but you don't need your stuff. And the less stuff you have, the less tied down you have. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I can move in a, if, if I have to move, I can just pack everything up and move in a day. It doesn't take much at all. That's amazing to me too. That's a common theme that I've, I've noticed. Um, the happiest people are not tied to stuff. Yeah, because um, I think stuff, I say stuffs, stuff stuffs you. Yeah. Mm. It, and you're holding on to that energy of that, whatever it yes. came from. You know, yes. I, we recently moved and ourselves from Philadelphia up to Northeastern PA. And it, that was like a, I had to look at all of my stuff. Yes. And it was a cathartic experience. It was like a happy stroll down memory lane. And then I was like, wait, I've been holding on to some of this stuff for 20 years and yeah. I've not looked at it in 20 years. So no, it doesn't it's change just- the memory. It just, I'd not, I don't need the souvenir, you know? Yes. Um, but it, it was so, there was a catharsis, but at the end of it, I felt so much lighter and I could feel good knowing that somebody else could potentially use some of the stuff that I had been sitting on, you know? Oh, that's right. It's called pass, pass your stuff on. It's like, yes, yeah. Pass your stuff on. Absolutely. So, and that's, that's all part of living. I think living in high vibration is, is well, a very important part is actually what you're surrounding yourself with. Does it, does it actually lift you up? Does it, you know, are you being lifted up by it or is it just pressing you down? Because particularly if you, you know, if you borrow money to buy stuff, then, you know, you've got that, I've got to pay, work to pay it back, pay it back, pay it back. That's dragging you down, isn't it? So Mm -hmm. you just got to think, 
we've just got to, I, I, I suppose I just see everything so differently now. And I mean, but hindsight is a wonderful thing. And, and uh, but Elizabeth, I like to say, and I think, and I say to people, yes, like with happiness is a superpower and, you know, living in high vibration and consuming high vibration, you know, to eyes, ears, mouth, nose, skin, et cetera. I mean, you can, you can wait until you get a thump, right? And then go, oh my goodness, I need to do something. Or I say, look, I've been down that path, you know, I've, <laughs> I've worked, worked out how to navigate it. So I'm trying to encourage people to, to stop and redesign their lives so that they are living in high vibration, so that they are happy, healthy, living a enchanted life. So what don't, would wait, don't wait until you get a major thump, you know, take the action now. You don't have to go through what I did. You can go, you can get there much, much faster. And then you have the tools with you in yes. the event that, you know, yes. life exactly. is going to give you that curveball. Yeah. What would be, you know, a couple of tips to get us started? Like, what would you suggest if this concept's new to somebody, but they want to make that change, they know that they are ready to change their mindset. And I want to stop too. You were ready. This is not like, you have to be in that energy of I'm ready for something more. You know, you know, you had the ability to make that change. You knew you could make a choice, but that doesn't always mean we're ready for it. Um, you allowed yourself to go on this journey at the moment that you were ready for it. And that's okay. Like you don't have to rush yourself to get there. Um, there's no medal for finishing first here. Um, this is all about leading the life that you love. So if, if someone's at that point, what would you say to get them started? Well, I definitely, the number one thing to do is to download my living in high vibration roadmap. And you can get that at lhvroadmap.com. That's lhvroadmap.com. And that roadmap has got um, two video, videos in it. One video talks about the happiness um, superpower and how you can acquire it. And the other one talks about the ULA methodology. And that um, stands for Understand let go action and that's all about helping you consume high vibrations through your eyes your ears your mouth your nose your skin <clears throat> so there's two videos two videos there and two roadmaps so i highly recommend people go and download that um and that's just taking you know that's that's what i call taking the first step that's saying yes i'm i want to go down this path and and so that's that's certain <clears throat> i actually have a happiness superpower gym where people where we basically do exercises each week there's a different exercise because I'm all about you know happiness happiness is a you know is a big big subject and there's so many possibilities for happiness and I but I've put it into into like three buckets there's happiness in the moment happiness in self and happiness in relationships so we do exercises around that so you know learning happiness as a superpower is is um is obviously a great thing to do but the thing is too is where to start I mean when you you know get yourself that roadmap but you know just start in a day I, I love just sort of the concept of designing a you know living in high vibration day just forget about see if I say I'll oh, design your life so you're living in high vibration it just seems like it's a bit big you know so yeah it feels like work <laughs> it feels like work and it's just too much or if I even say you know design a whole week 
But if we, you know, if we say or we bring it back and we go, okay, we'll start with a day or we, you know, or we break the day up. So we start, just start with a designing a living in high vibration day. What are some of the things you can do that are really simple and quick and easy? I'm into simple, quick and easy. Otherwise you won't do it and it's not sustainable. And then sort of look at how can I do that? What are some of the things I can do? What are some of the happiness exercises? Like, you know, when I wake up, what are the things I can do to set myself up for the day? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so start with that. So yeah, roadmap and thinking about designing yourself a living in high vibration day. So we're going to put the link for that in the show notes. Are there other places where people can contact you? Oh, they can go to my blog, uh, tessastowe.com. And each week or so, it depends. I haven't done it for a few weeks because I've, I've been gallivanting around the place, having fun. Um, <laughs> I normally do a video once a week or thereabouts on an aspect of living in high vibration. So, um, yep, so that's on my blog. But if you get the living in high vibration roadmap, you'll get notified when I put videos out as well. Okay, awesome. We'll make sure that those links are available. Um, and I, I want to bring this point up that you're, we are vibrational beings. Yes, and in absolutely. that we can control how and how fast we can manifest. So let's talk real quick about law of attraction and manifestation, because yes. it's such it's such a hot button, hot word, uh, phrase. Um, everybody wants to manifest something. Mm. Talk to us about vibration and manifestation. Wow. And this is something, you know, like that I only really twigged on the other, it was a while ago, I read a book and I really put it together for me. You, see your vibration, what you're vibrating at is attracting, is, is attracting something. You, every, right now we're all, you know, you and I are vibrating, everybody that's listening is vibrating and you're attracting so do you, Elizabeth, have you seen this thing where um, they play music over, over some sand and then the sand starts to form beautiful patterns? Have you seen that? No, no. But I yes. have seen the water experiment where like you say, yes. you know, loving things to the water. Oh, yes, yes. Fascinating to me. Fascinating. Oh, yes, yes. Love, you say love and gratitude to water. It just deforms these beautiful crystals, which you can see under a, you know, certain conditions well but if you play sound if you play sound over sand you can you look um, look at youtube there's some videos they just play beautiful music over sand and then the sand just starts to um take on the physical form of the sound and it just forms most beautiful shapes if the music is beautiful so this i this i say is just like us it's like we have an intention we have an intention when we want to create something it's like that sound and we keep that intention and the vibration of what we're wanting. We keep the vibration going and it's like the sand starts to form those beautiful images. It's like what we are intending or wanting starts to take form. But just, but if we stop vibrating at that level of what we want, we stop, okay? <clears throat> then just like with that uh, sound and the sand, you can imagine if they stop playing the music, the sand stops forming those shapes, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you change the type of music you're playing, the what's what what shapes the sound the sand is forming changes. So it's like us, like if we're manif trying to manifest and we're vibrating and thinking about what we're wanting to manifest, but if we stop, right, 
if we stop or we go, oh, that's never going to happen, think of it as that forming on the sand. That's going to stop as well. Mm-hmm. And then if you start thinking about something else, then that's going to change the sand. So we're vibrating beings. So if you, to manifest, it's all about keeping your vibration at the vibration of somebody who has those things. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. And mm. I think it there's a key, a few keys to this, right? It's mm. not just about um, saying what you want and then no. expecting it to magically show up. You know, the next. No, day. This no, isn't no, no. this isn't woo woo abracadabra poof. Like you, no. there's still some work that oh, has to be definitely, done. Definitely, but if you're open, see that there is definitely work. But what happens? Because obviously this is multi-dimensional. What happens is if you're vibrating at that level of what you want, suddenly people will turn up to help you or yeah. you'll be guided. So you've got to take action. I mean, the universe will say, here we are. I've sent this person to help you um, or, you, you know, or here's a clue or whatever, but you've got to take the action steps and be, yes, definitely action is hugely part of it. So be open to seeing, okay, what, what, are, what are the action steps? And don't, don't overthink it. Just know in your heart, just know that the right people, the right action steps will be shown to you. You just need to be aware of it. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, if you've got happiness as a superpower and you're in the moment, you'll be seeing all these things a lot clearer. Whereas if you're not in the moment and you're rushing around and you're in your head and you're stressed, you're going to miss all these things. You just won't notice them. Mm-hmm. That's why having those mindful moments or happy moments are, are key because it takes you out of the crazy of the day. Yes. Um, and, and you give yourself that minute to breathe and step back and you can kind of reset things for yourself a bit. Absolutely. And in fact, on that, um, if you go to my blog, tessastow.com, I did a video about based on how to manifest, basically. There's a video there. You'll be able to see it. We'll have to make sure, and we'll definitely make sure, actually, that the link is posted. Guys, make sure to check it out. Um, this is a topic, it's important. And I think the more you understand how the universe works within the law of attraction, um, you'll start to see, like, it. There, it, there's a science to it, um, but you have to let yourself have the faith as well. Um, oh, and, I, and can I just say something, Elizabeth? Absolutely. Because <clears throat> I used to think it was having the faith as well but it's, it's actually and it's just a slight twist but it's really really important instead of having the faith it's having the knowing you Ooh, know what I mean like yeah you absolutely know and that's there's a difference there it yes, feels different to, to think like I I just know it's going to show up versus I have the faith that it will um yes. it's a totally different level yep totally different I love that um well tessa thank you so much for joining me today um is there again remind us where we can find you after the episode oh yes well download the living in high vibration roadmap at lhvroadmap.com that's lhvroadmap.com and you can also go to my blog which is tessastow.com um, make sure guys to check out her website. There's some great videos, great resources, grab that roadmap, and then let us know, um, where are you finding those mindful, happy moments in your day? Uh, tag us on Instagram, send us a message. We want to hear from you, how you're Fabulous. incorporating these tools into your everyday. And I, I love that you mentioned in the show, 
I want to touch on this real quick. We, we talk all the time, the power to pivot, the power to pivot. You get to choose how you handle any given moment, right? We end every episode at any given moment. You can make a new choice and start again. You have a very funny story from a recent experience <laughs> in a restaurant. And I think I, I want to end on this note because it highlights so beautifully about the power to pivot. <laughs> Can you share the pizza incident, please? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I Okay, a friend and I was, we're in Bali in Ubud. We were sitting in this restaurant and it's all warung as they call them here. And it was open. <clears throat> so I ordered a pizza because they have great pizzas. So the guy came and he put my pizza down in front of me. And as the pizza went down on the table, this monkey appeared from nowhere, sat on the spare seat or chair next to me and grabbed half my pizza. Now, <laughs> first of all, the monkey sat in a chair, very polite. And secondly, he only took half my pizza and left me with half the pizza. <laughs> so, so, so it was just absolutely hilarious. So that's a case where you could have gone, oh my God, there's a monkey and he's taking my pizza and this is terrible. And you could have got really angry with the people in the, you know, who run the restaurant and how dare you let monkeys sit next to me and how dare you let monkeys grab my pizza and you could have like freaked out. Or you could have done what my friend and I did and just laughed hysterically. I mean, the chances of you sitting, having a pizza, a monkey sits in the chair next to you and grab, grabs half of it. I mean, really, I mean, <laughs> that's just, it was hysterical. I don't know that, I would have sat there and laughed. I can honestly say that I probably would have screamed my head off and I probably would have ran away from this poor monkey who just wants, he's just hungry. Just, <laughs> just wants to eat the pizza. Just wants some pizza. I would have been like, but, but at the same time, it highlights a couple of things. Like you really, you could choose either way. Do you scream? Do you turn and run? Do you sit and laugh? Do you have a pizza with the monkey? Like, what do you do? <laughs> um, you can handle yourself however you choose. Um, and at any given moment, you can always make another choice. Like, you know, if I visit Bali and I'm sitting there, I'm, I may now be aware that monkeys may show up at lunch one day unexpectedly. <laughs> and now that I'm prepared, I can plan my, my own showing up. <laughs> so, precisely, precisely. Um, I love that though. Um, Tessa, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a great conversation and, and I really appreciate the, that you're so open about your experience and, and that you have such a great way of putting all of this stuff because when you, we talk about law of attraction we talk about manifestation high vibe like I think it gets kind of this people think it's very woo and mm. oh yes you know ultimately though you get to pick and choose if you want to be happy or not it's very simple <laughs> there's no woo there no um, no everything is a choice you can choose in this moment in this moment you can choose as you say, you can choose to, to fear or freedom right now, fear or freedom, fear or freedom, fear or happiness, fear or happiness, no matter what happens to you. And I say, no matter what happens to you, you've always got that choice. Absolutely. And also you're going to be living in your head or you're going to be living in your heart, Ooh. head, heart, head, heart. Yeah, that's key. Uh, and you, and through that, you create your own reality. And over time, the more you practice it, you'll see these subtle changes. That's why I think having a journal is important too, because you can kind of run your own little experiment and track the changes for yourself. So. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
All right, oh, guys. Elizabeth, it's been so much fun. And it, I loved your questions and the way the conversation went. This was great. I had so much fun. I'd love to have you back on. Um, and guys, like I said, make sure, you know, as you're going through the roadmap to message us and let us know how it's working for you, contact Tessa. Um, we're going to wrap up like we do every episode. Remember, guys, you are never stuck. You are never lost and you are never alone at any given moment. You can use your power to pivot, make a new choice and start again. And with that, I will talk with everybody on the next episode. Take care, guys. Thanks, Tessa. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Hey guys, it's Liz here from March 4th Media Company. One of the biggest lessons I have ever learned is it is difficult to get what you truly want when you're defining life and your standards by everyone else's definitions. That got me nowhere. I spent so much time, effort, and energy looking around me for answers that I forgot that I had everything I needed right inside of me. What I did lack was a guide to find my way to those answers. And that is exactly what I'm offering you in my new workbook, Connect You, a guide to your authentic life. This is a workbook that I have written to provide you with a roadmap to connect you with the innermost pieces that make you unique, authentic, and amazing, helping you to tap into the power and possibility within you. It's filled with lessons, activities, content, meditations that are going to guide you to help you learn how to honor your own definitions of success, set boundaries and goals that feel really good to you, and understand your intuition and how to trust it. Take the trip. Connect You, a guide to your authentic life is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, or reach out to me online on Instagram, Facebook, or over at marchforthmediacompany.com to grab your copy. All right, guys, thank you so much to Tessa Stowe for joining me today on the podcast. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. And now I want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway from the episode? And again, how are you making happiness your superpower in your life? Don't forget to download your copy of Tessa's roadmap for living a high vibrational life. We'll make sure that that link is in our show notes. Um, and always feel free to reach out to us at March 4th Media Co. at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at March 4th Media Co. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you on the next episode, guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon.